Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, Chino Liao, and Rowan the SHIT. It is a full house for this audio-only exclusive and for this week, we're talking about musicians in wrestling, specifically mga mainstream. So we really gotta keep the list tight. And right before we hit recording, we even made sure to trim down the list even more just so we don't come up with like a three-hour episode. Uh, but first things first, si Chino yung promotor ng idea na to. So Chino, where did this whole idea for this episode come from? So uh, a couple of months ago, I think. It's been a good few months now by the time we recorded. Um, Spin, the music magazine, came out with an article about Tony Khan and how he was just so generous with his time and more specifically his money when it comes to buying music for AEW, right? So recently, we've seen licensed music for guys like uh, John Moxley, for guys like Orange Cassidy, right? all these big names, Ruby Soho, has her own song now. So it just goes to show that music and and professional wrestling have a very deeply rooted shared history. Parang one cannot exist with the other at this point. And it just goes to show with the number of names that we'll run down through uh, during the episode that even the musicians themselves like to get involved in the squared circle. Yeah, uh, you know, as somebody who worked in radio for over a decade, it's really close to my heart then whenever these two worlds collide, the music and wrestling, Tamasichino, one cannot exist without the other. Uh, just look at the fact that wrestlers need entrance music to hype up the way that they enter the ring and all that good stuff, diba. So it's going to be a fun list that will get to a couple of honorable mentions plus 10 names na talagang tumatak sa amin because they're mainstream musicians who really made an impact on pro wrestling. But before we get to all of that, Let's tell our listeners how they can be part of our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community, which is growing stronger by the day. 
Yeah, that's right. So again, we got a premium live event happening in a couple of weeks at the time of this recording. So if you want to join us for the Elimination Chamber morning after viewing party, I say uh, people did not want to watch it live from 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. All you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash resting wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. Uh, you get access to our Discord community where we talk wrestling and other stuff. Uh, you get access to our exclusive review contents, which Rowan and I do. Uh, before you hear the thoughts on the live streams, you get access to merch as well, wh- whether it's uh, Pasabay from uh, stores online or our own merch, which is coming soon. You get access to all of that stuff for only 250 pesos. Again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. All right, so let's go through the list and we might as well do it sort of chronologically. Let's start with the 80s. Because the 80s is the kasagsagan ng rock and wrestling connection. And no, not just the show that aired on MTV, but really, literally, rock or pop and pro wrestling. And you can't talk about this stuff without Cindy Lauper. And when you think of Cindy Lauper, you think of girls just want to have fun. And dun talaga nagsimula, diba? when Captain Lou Albano, the late great Captain Lou Albano, played Cindy Lauper's dad. In that immortal music video at this point. Yeah, uh, I don't think any of us can actually say that we've seen WrestleMania 1, was it? Where Cindy yeah, yeah, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 1. So yes. uh, we are all, for once, too young to have seen oh, this. Ako, actually. <laughs> exactly, exactly. For, so, for Cindy Lauper. But I know of the rock and wrestling connection, given my uh, long-time viewership of uh, WWE product, and wrestling product in general. And... It was very surprising to me that somebody as established as Cindy Lauper, who was a pop star of her time, was also involved in wrestling. So, umabot din siya sa ganong pointe, eh, na ganon siya kasikat. I'm sorry, I co-opted Rose. Uh, no, 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 it's okay. Here, but uh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But that's that's just what I what I felt because when the first time I saw it, Cindy Lauper, perhaps I mean, mo ano na yun eh, duwali pa ng panahon niya yun eh, di ba? Yeah, I guess we'll say that, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so isipin mo si duwali pa na sa wrestling, di ba? Yeah. Parang hindi siya, hindi siya believable point eh, but back in the 80s, it actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, Rowan, uh, since you know, you're way younger than us and even the three of us admit that we're too young for this stuff, uh, did you get to watch the Girls Just Want to Have Fun music video? What even you know think? the song. Girls yeah, do you know the song? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. And me and my mom used to listen to it when I was younger. Yeah, I and uh, when I actually watched the music videos, I didn't know that Captain Lou Albano or like uh, someone from wrestling was involved there. And Captain Lou Albano was like, um, involved in four music videos, pero mas ano mas humanga ako dun sa The Goonies are good enough since nandun sila Roddy Piper, sila Iron Sheik, uh, Freddie Blassie, and so on. Oh, and Andre the Giant was there too. Uh, it's, maybe it's because I recognize them more. Kaya mas mas na enjoy ko yung music video nyan and the story itself in the music video was enjoyable. Nox yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So without that, uh, wrestling would not have crossed over to the mainstream back in the time of the early WrestleManias. Yes, because yeah. hey, WrestleMania too, we see Alice Cooper walk Jake the Snake Roberts out of the ring. Right? Alice Cooper also a part of the Rock and Wrestling connection back in the '80s. So these big name uh, pop stars, big name rock and rollers from back in the day, are actually involved in wrestling, and that's something that. A lot of us don't get to see as much anymore. 
Yeah, see, Cindy Lauper even got involved in the actual storylines because she was affiliated with Wendy Richter, the former women's champion. And Cindy Lauper had a go-to move pa nga, where she would hit people at the back of the head with a purse, which you know, Marisa since gone on to do in the current era. But she did that like once or twice um, during the 80s. And it's really wild na uh, ito yung time kasi na they were trying to really build WrestleMania as this huge brand that they had Muhammad Ali as the uh, special guest referee for one of the matches. See, Liberace was like the guest timekeeper during this era as well or during that WrestleMania. So, you know, uh, they really pulled out all the stops for uh, this time when they were really building the rock and wrestling connection. So there, that's number one on our list. Tapos ngayon, si Logan Paul na lang eh. How far the mighty have fallen. To be fair, Yeah, which we'll get to, <laughs> Yeah, so okay, let's go down the list. Let's move forward one decade into the 90s and let's talk about the insane clown posse. <sighs> this is a name I haven't heard of, of in a long, long time. So it wasn't even the first attitude era name that I, I think of when we think of musicians. But the ICP actually made an impact during the attitude era. I said, don't Diba? That's when I when I was 13, that's when I found out what a juggalo was. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and kala ko juggalos, eh, diba? they have the Di clown, diba? <laughs> juggalos, that whole clown paint face paint thing was a was a hit. No, but uh, ICP actually wrestled, they actually got in the ring. Yeah. And, and they actually put out albums as wrestlers. So it's very rare to see. Uh, from back in then uh, to have these rappers get involved in the ring right? as these larger-than-life characters because that's what they are, essentially. They're just larger-than-life characters who were perfectly made for the WWE. Yeah. You know, ICP stands out as opposed to a group like, say, 3-6 Mafia, right? who performed Mark Henry's theme. Like, we're not mentioning the 3-6 Mafias, the PODs, uh, mga artists who provided music specific music for specific wrestlers. Because people like ICP, people like Cindy Lauper, they were actually in the stories. In the case of ICP, they were part of WCW, ECW, and WWF all at different yep. points in the mid to late 90s. So that's pretty insane to me, pun intended. When they did all the wrestling spots that they did, that's really where a lot of their listenership comes from, from the people that know them from the WWE. Because until then... I don't know if I'm right in saying this, but they were pretty underground. They actually had their own promotion. Uh, yung ICW, which is not right. um, the same ICW. And, um, the Insane Championship Wrestling, I believe no, it was Wasn't it called. like the Juggalo Championship Wrestling? Yeah, yeah, JC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. My bad. Yeah, yeah so they JCW. had their own promotion after their time at uh, the big name promotions nung ano, Attitude Era. So that's how far they went talaga uh, in, in the industry. So there. Yo, Juggalo Championship Wrestling. <laughs> yes. So no una championship, the second championship. Yeah. So there. I knew na familiar pala sila because parang nakita ko sila on that backyard wrestling video game. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have their own and, and they the, were in a video game. Yes, that's I wasn't, right. I wasn't aware na ano pala sila. Na sila. Oh, like they're musicians and all. <laughs> oh yeah, today I learned. <laughs> all right. So ICP at number two. Moving on to the odds, let's talk about Limp Biscuit. So, let's ask you, because we kind of grew up with Sina Fred Durst in his prime, but did you ever listen to Limp Biscuit and their did, you, music? did your parents expose you to Absolutely not. <laughs> so you can't name a song if, from Limp Biscuit off the top of your head? 
Well, yung kanta lang ni Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. At least. Okay. Uh, First of all, pag sinabi niya my mom or my dad listens to it, alis na ako dito sa call na to. Pag <laughs> <laughs> sabihin ka-age na natin yung tatay niya, puta. <laughs> Okay, so so Lip Biscuit, um, if you're from Rowan's generation, uh, they're a new metal rock rap group. Uh, they're still performing today. They're still putting out material. Uh, they're now in their fifties. <laughs> yeah, so Fred Durst was part of that wave of white guys who made a name for themselves rapping. Then you know, with and, with a... and r- mixing it with with metal and rock. <laughs> See, kid rock. Then it's part of that same vein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of of white. Trash rockers. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not gonna use that term out of you know because I don't want to step on anybody's toes. But you Kid Rock, Jonathan Davis, yeah, So that circle of of musicians who made their mark as part of the wrestling music scene, diba? Right, right. So you know, we uh, as Rowan mentioned, Limp Bizkit uh, did have two songs that the Undertaker used as his entrance themes: "Young Rollin" and then later on, "My Way," about whatever order it was. Yeah, and uh, no, my they used "My Way" for WrestleMania. That yeah. was a theme for WrestleMania. Right, right. So yon. Um, I I don't know why. Um, was was Limp Bizkit that big? So wrestling fans of that day. Oh no, ba. No, I mean for me, yes, but I wasn't a wrestling fan at the time. Hey, I love chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. I love that album. Rowan, after we end this call on Skype, you should go on your preferred streaming service and listen to Rowan. Like really listen to it and see how aggressive that makes you feel. That's why that's why it's big with the wrestling fans. Oh, this sounds totally cool. This white guy telling me to roll and steal a car. Or this guy telling valley. me na you can't fuck with my generation. Parang oh. So, you know, it was very so, Generation but, X talaga. <laughs> can I just say that when everybody said that Lip Biscuits My Way was the worst My Way ever, I was like, bakit may iba pa bang My Way? Oh, yung kaysa natin. Yung My Way. Oh, yeah, Which I did yung My Way na Lip Biscuit, di nakamamatay. Yun lang yung My Way na alam ko eh. So, you really, you really saw that gravity that they had on uh, the wrestling fandom at the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah so there, oh, that, that's a, that's a snapshot of the late 90s early 2000s it's really the same thing as ICP like if you understand why ICP uh, captured the hearts of wrestling fans so then you can understand why Limp Bizkit did the same yeah but to be fair ICP did not do the music for Mission Impossible 2 <laughs> Limp Bizkit got that bag yes. yeah Limp Bizkit got that bag though huh? So respect, yeah, to respect. be fair, sikat naman yung lip biscuit na. Nung panahon nila. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's aged. They had their 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, they're still getting booked, so you know. Unlike no, I- yeah, kasi syempre, nostalgia hits. Pero has it aged well is a different question. Entirely. Probably not. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about the next item on our list. And let's talk about these legends. Motorhead. So Motorhead obviously on the list because of Triple H. And I don't know about you guys, but I didn't know about Motorhead until I heard the game. So that's just me, because I'm major uncultured as a kid, you know. Yeah, uh, same thing because I didn't really listen to metal as a kid. So uh, when they did that song, that was pretty cool. And then they did Evolution, that was also pretty cool. So and then you also had Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which had some Motorhead songs. So yun yung pinaka exposure to Motorhead and. Bagay sa kanya, bagay kay Triple H. It's, uh, you see Lemmy yeah. in Triple H. Uh, he did the Lemmy facial hair as well. Yeah. So it's hard to not associate 
Triple H with them, yeah. Yeah, this partnership goes a ways back, right? Even when Triple H wasn't famous yet, in a bit then Motorhead was one of his favorite bands, right? Which is why he stylized himself after Lenny a lot. And when Lenny passed away, he also gave a speech at the man's funeral, or at least uh, you eulogized uh, the man on video. So, makita mo talaga na their partnership. Goes beyond the ring. They were just, they were actually good friends, and that working with one another was just a nice perk of the relationship. line in the sand. I don't know if this is right. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but they made it for evolution, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, you, that's that's really huge clout, like uh, really huge power to have over a mainstream metal metal band to create a song just for your little wrestling group. Imagine right? being Jim Johnston. And all of a sudden, let me kill Mr. Walks in, and you're working on this track for Evolution. Tangan so brang astig nun, di ba? Ah, di ba? Rowan, what do you know about Motorhead aside from Triple H? Like, did you also just hear of them because of Triple H's music? Yeah, true. Nakilala ko lang sila because of Triple H's theme song and as well as the Evolution. Pero outside that, ang narinig ko lang sa kanilang kanta is Ace of Spades, and that's it. That's about it. Yeah, that's another one of their signature songs, which also got used in wrestling. The right? NXT Takeover London, I believe it was, in 2015. So yeah, um, that's like three contributions to WWE, right? From from Motorhead. Rest in peace, Lemmy. Um, as you know, we tie a bow around their place on our list of mainstream musicians who've made an impact on professional wrestling. We'll get to the rest of our list in a bit, but first we got to take a break and let you know about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys, as you know, there's always a good deal waiting for you at Lazada. So if you are getting anything, because hashtag Nasa Lazada, and all you got to do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast. In doing so, all you got to do is type in podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash IAM on your mobile browser, and then at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will also help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Let's move on to the 2000s as we talk about these mainstream musicians who've made an impact on pro wrestling. And we got to talk about the Hall of Famers, Snoop Dogg, who's already appeared for both WWE and AEW at this point. And I think your earliest memory of Snoop Dogg in wrestling was WrestleMania 24, nung Bunny Mania Showcase, was it? I forget what it's called. Yeah, I actually forgot about that because uh, I did not watch the whole event. But Snoop Dogg is pretty big. I think he's a self-confessed wrestling fan, which is why he keeps getting invited to these things. So he has helped out the culture tremendously. Yeah, by merit of being related to the boss, Sasha Banks, he also remixed her song, right? And 
that also counts as a massive contribution because Sasha is one of those rarities that is a women's division that has their own signature song that isn't produced in-house. Right? It's part of licensed music as far as things are concerned. So for in house, but they got Snoop Dogg to rap a verse. The point I'm trying to make it at least Naren Chang mainstream aspect to it. It's not uh, typical wrestling music as as one might think. Right? So at least it has that big name rapper behind it that allows it to catapult somebody like Sasha Banks into mainstream media, like we're seeing her do right now. Yeah, uh, if you guys have read about see Snoop Dogg and Sasha and their relationship. Sasha tells stories about how Snoop Dogg used to bring her to yung mga wrestling shows kasi yun talaga yung hilig din niya as a kid. And when she became a wrestler and was trying to figure out yung identity niya in the ring, uh, seeing Snoop Dogg and his entourage gave her the idea to be the boss. So that's literally influence right there. And you know you can see the impact on the screen when you see Sasha Banks being the legit boss on television. Uh, Rowan, um, did you know of Snoop Dogg's music before he appeared on WWE? No, actually, mas nakilala ko siya on the memes. Kasi di ba, nauuso that uh, around 2015 yung mga Thug Life memes. Right, right. And, play yung mga music niya, ganun. Lumabas din siya sa WWE at that time he, where he performed Peaches and Cream with uh, ba ba mga divas doon. Wait, are, was... you, are you telling me you've never heard Snoop Dogg on the radio? You never dropped it like it's hot? Never. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna ask what stations you listen to, but oh, uh, I find like, that kind you... of impossible because mainstream Snoop Dogg. Oh, actually, siya... Mejo, huh. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but sobrang influential nga ni Snoop Dogg when it comes to the wrestling industry. Na pati sa AEW nag uh, appeared din siya where he did that. Ano ba tawag niya Doggy Splash? Yeah, um, he actually so did a spot, which I don't think I've ever seen him do in the ring sa WWE. No, he never did. Snoop, yeah, Snoop Dogg got high. Uh, ginawa niya ang ginawa niya in WWE, parang he had that segment with Curtis Axel. He threw him over the top rope. That's it. Pero sa AEW, parang mas naging involved siya. And he, yeah, he went through a table. <laughs> and he even performed uh, Cody Rhodes' theme song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. if we're going to compare it about like the Sasha song or the Cody song, pretty sure the Sasha song. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> Cody hasn't, I mean, hasn't kept using the verse. So parang wala. Also that, yes. I mean, I think even he acknowledged Loki na hindi siya maganda talaga. Uh-huh. <laughs> hindi lang talaga bagay. He realizes yeah. he does not have enough melanin to pull that song off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Snoop Dogg, you know, clearly uh, very impactful in wrestling. Not enough uh, in Rowan's musical tastes, but that's okay. We will educate Rowan after this recording. Let's go to name number six on the list. Billy Corrigan. Okay, Rowan. Kilala mo ba si Billy Corrigan outside of wrestling? No. <laughs> You wow. know him in wrestling. Wow. Nakilala no, no, it's... When, yes, I got, got, got. Uh, Being introduced as the wrestling promoter of NWA. Yeah, at least you know that. Because uh, that could be quite niche as well. Okay. Uh, I don't blame Rowan for knowing for not knowing Billy Corgan. Because uh, if you weren't like a somewhat edgy, cool... Grunge. Movie, you might not be listening to the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I don't blame him one alternative. bit. Exactly, exactly. So he gets a pass for this one. He doesn't get a pass for Snoop Dogg, though. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I only knew of Billy Corrigan when I got on the radio. And then I doubly marked out when he started getting involved with TNA. Diba nung simula, ano pa siya, parang on-screen personality pa siya with TNA. 
Then eventually they had this very weird public falling out. Then he went and got the naming rights for the NWA. And now uh, he's since become their head honcho over there. So uh, it's pretty weird seeing Billy Corgan get in- this involved with professional wrestling. But I liked it because every time I would get to play a Smashing Pumpkin song, I would say, oh yeah, you know, he's involved in wrestling right now. That's what he's doing today. I watched the NWA, so uh, it's really weird to see him as that, as the president of the NWA. Because you know the front mention of Smashing Pumpkins, but they really separate the two identities. Yeah, the Smashing Pumpkins were a huge, huge part of my 20s. I know it was a few decades removed from when they were famous, but it actually learning about their band and the music that they represented, the angst of the 90s. I could relate to that a whole lot. Emo sila before emo was a thing, right? And to see somebody from that genre represented in wrestling, not just represented, but play a major role in wrestling as a promoter, just also really means a lot to the world of people who listen to both the Smashing Pumpkins and who watch uh, the product, right? I only started watching NWA because of Billy Corgan. I never had plans of paying attention to the NWA had it not been for him. So because of him, I now know of people like Nick Aldis, right? of, of people like what happened to Trevor Murdoch. I know that now because of Billy Corgan. I'm glad that you affects Billy Corgan because I actually thought of Trevor Murdoch and then I thought to Google him. But you know, it's, it's nice that Billy Corgan has had this effect on you. Yeah, no, because it's a big thing smashing pumpkins in my life. So it's like, it's like it's, it just intersects in the nicest way possible for me. Chaka, see, Billy Corgan has like the biggest flex of any famous wrestling fan. He actually went out and bought an entire company. And it turns out to be one of the most legendary companies in history as well. So nobody else can say that for themselves as fans. Well, like you can just say, you can just say, oh, I performed in the ring, but Billy Corgan actually bought an entire brand. Okay, there's actually one name on the list that I think could make an argument, but I think Billy Corgan does have a strong case in that little debate. We'll get to him in a bit. First, though, let's get to the weekend of the <laughs> 2010s, and that's Flo Rida, because there was a time when WrestleMania season would come around, and we'd be hearing Flo Rida songs. Nine so tall for the weekend. Yeah, like... <laughs> no dig at Abel here, but you know what the weekend's role in wrestling is today, right? The last three WrestleManias, the weekend, the weekend, the weekend. That was Flo Rida a decade ago, guys. Oh, but the weekend is so much better than Flo Rida. Come on. I'm just saying, somebody in the WWE music department. Really loved Flow Rider back uh, in the day and really loves the weekend today. That's all Rowan, I'm saying. Like, Rowan, what is your favorite Flow Rider theme? Probably the first song that I ever heard from him, which is Yung Low. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, you theme no WrestleMania. Oh, WrestleMania. Did that ever become a did ever that? No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm pretty sure the good feeling chakayung wild ones. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Flow Rider, Flow Rider, Flow Rider, Demi Lovato. Florida than the weekend. <laughs> to be fair, what, what Florida has over the weekend is Florida has actually participated in spots mm, in yes. backstage. Yeah, they feud so, with Heat Slater, right? Yes, they yeah. had an in-ring altercation. So that was pretty cool. And then, you know, seeing that, oh yeah, Florida is just as big as the rest of them. So, you know, that was pretty cool. Props to him for providing music, I guess. Oh, the, uh, Relatable <laughs> to the masses who might 
or might not be interested in watching WrestleMania. Also, I like how Rowan knows of Flowrider, pero not Scoop <laughs> I mean, Flowrider was the party <laughs> rapper guy, diba? Nung late 2000s, uh, early 2010s. So I'm sure that would have come across Rowan's radar. Pero di niya kailan si Snoop Dogg. Di niya kailan si Snoop Dogg. He never dropped it like it's hot. But he could get low. Flowrider. All right, so that's uh, Flowrida at number seven on our list. A few years later, after the Flowrida era of WrestleMania theme songs, we got this guy, Machine Gun Kelly, now mostly known for being Megan Fox's better half, swapping blood vials with her and all that good stuff. Uh, but there was a time when Machine Gun Kelly took a power bomb from Kevin Owens off the stage of Monday Night Raw onto a table, which to me uh, spoke volumes about how willing this man was to put professional wrestling over. Yeah, Mohong fan din siya. And remember, you all heard of MGK in wrestling when he provided that promo music for John Cena. It right? was actually so, a theme, Nung 28. So it was one of the themes alongside Good Feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a sub theme for Flo Rider, right? Yes. That's, yes. I know. But they also use it as a vignette. So that was pretty cool. That was like the peak of his involvement. But props to him also for taking a power bomb from the stage, which is not a short drop at all. Kite safe siya. It was pretty cool looking and that was pretty awesome of him to take from Kevin Owens. Not to be fair, I feel like MGK is one of those guys that hits other guys in the nuts for fun. So he's like a he's like a big his biggest influence is Jackass or something. So feeling suggest or power bomb on stage. So I was like, so it's not really that surprising for me to see him do that. But at the same time, yes, very impressive that he participated to that extent. And yeah, contributed to however he could uh, in the wrestling world. Yeah, I'm not going to make that assumption about MGK, but he's a sport for doing that. Good for Kevin Owens then, because I think he got a rub off of that clip, diba? When everybody started YouTubing Machine Gun Kelly getting powerbombed through a table. Yeah. Who was the guy doing it? Kevin freaking Owens. So Yeah, the know. biggest Shania Twain fan in the world. <laughs> That's right. So but then like, yeah, good for KO. Rowan, did you know that MGK was a relatively kilalang rapper when he appeared on WWE? I just know that he performed at WrestleMania. That's it. And he also performed on Raw. Plus, I only know about his music when I heard yung pinerform niya ng Raw on a WWE 2K game. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, there were a couple of soundtracks, I think, that had uh, some MGK songs in them. So yeah, that would You're not sense. even aware of his beef with Eminem? Uh, no, no, no. Damn. Okay. I don't know. Like I, a... I'm really. I really... Know Megan Fox? <laughs> Do you know <laughs> Megan Fox? You watch Transformers, guys? One step at a time. Why do you want to Megan Fox? Right, guys. I'm boring. All right. I, no, no, no. <laughs> was no. Megan Fox instrumental in your growth? Is what we're asking. Uh, no, no. Pero recently, ko na lang nalaman yun. Uh, no, I just wanted to know how much you know because uh, we we are flying. All up and away with the references here and then idea. <laughs> yeah, this is what we mean about uh, about the homework. <laughs> right. No, no, no it's, not, it's not just homework. It's, if he doesn't really know the culture, then you yeah. can't homework that. Uh, speaking of the culture, we've got two more and they do represent hip-hop very, very well. Uh, we'll get to those names in a bit, but we'll take one last break before we round out our list and also tell you about your honorable mentions Natin here on the podcast. But first, here's how you can support the show through your online shopping over on Shopee. 
Right, guys. Again, uh, there's also always a deal waiting for you on Shopee. So all you got to do to support the podcast while doing your online shopping is to use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash W9X. Podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9 and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser, add to cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will also help us do what we do here in the podcast. Again, at no extra cost to you. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's cross over to the current era when we talk about mainstream musicians in wrestling. And let's talk about Wale. So, see, Wale, the case for him is not only did he appear in that battle rap segment with the Usos in the New Day in 2017, Wale is also responsible for Wale Mania, which is a huge staple at WrestleMania weekend up until the COVID-19 pandemic. So this is a dude who literally brings people from music and wrestling together for like a big-ass party. Na yung tickets go on sale like months before the event. Nasa sold out sa agad. And they're pretty expensive tickets. And they start the party at like 9 or 10 p.m. And they go all the way until Madaling Araw, wherever these events are at. And Wally's a very known wrestling fan within these circles uh, to the point na... Uh, when he shows up at, at an event, like he really shows up, like you know, he he likes to get involved, talaga, and get to know the people behind the curtains. Yes, he does throw a party, but that's just one. That's just one show every year at WrestleMania. That's not the same as actually growing a company and trying to make it a big player in wrestling, which is what Billy Corgan is doing. But yes, uh, Wale is pretty huge. And it's great to know that WWE is leveraging his uh, his cred and his popularity to try and reach the younger fans. I don't think it's a binary relationship here, right? It's not an exclusive si Wale uh, WWE and exclusive si Billy Corgan NWA, right? Exactly. So, but I feel like, not to discount uh, their achievements, I feel like Wale be- being the, by merit of being a huge wrestling mark has also influenced the world of hip-hop a lot, right? Because, because of Wale, other rappers now want to get involved in wrestling. Just listen to the New Day pod. But they've interviewed Wale and they talked about all the different rappers who were also wrestling fans and how all these other people from the world of hip-hop want to be involved. So parang maybe he opened a forbidden door that nobody expected to be there at this point. And that's to the world of rap. Yeah, that's a very good point that you brought up, Chino. Um, see, Kazim Famuyi, the former WWE writer, uh, now with The Ringer, co-host ni uh, David Shoemaker, has talked about uh, how Wally really tries to bridge the hip-hop community and wrestling, uh, especially since black wrestling fans, according to Kaz, don't get a lot of love from the industry, don't get a lot of love from the sport. So, see, Wally is one of those people who's really trying to bridge those two worlds because of his passion talaga for wrestling. Uh, Rowan, do you know of Wale's music? Have you heard of the name outside of wrestling? Outside of NXT? <laughs> Actually, hindi. Ang narinig ko lang talaga is him being involved in wrestling as a whole. Uh, not only yung he got involved in that rap battle with, between the Usos and the New Day, but he, he also became a commentator 
uh, at 205 Live. That That's about it. And then he performed Biggie's theme song at WrestleMania. Right, right. Yeah, uh, he's also, yeah, he is the guy who performed Biggie's theme. How could we forget? Okay, so so like, I think this paints a picture of how big a fan this guy is. Now, he didn't take a guest commentary spot on like Raw or SmackDown. He was, you know, he got 205 Live and he seemed to be okay with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't uh if I were him, I wouldn't settle for 205 Live. But if he want if he wants to watch wrestling, no matter who it is, then game a uh, game lang. The okay naman siya for not for being a trooper about it. Yeah, I mean if kunkilala niya sina August Gray, diba and sina Kurt Stallion, then you know, good for him. All right, let's round out our list with the one and only Bad Bunny. He has to be here. He has he deserves to be on the list uh because of his contributions to professional wrestling from Royal Rumble 2021 up until last week's Royal Rumble spot appearance. Bad Bunny is one of those guys who really took advantage of the fact that wrestling needed a big name and he was really game to put himself through the ringer of wrestling training and getting physically involved with uh these performances. So I think it really worked both ways. Na parang, when you think about it, Bad Bunny didn't really need to be here, but he actually went above and beyond the requirement. Now, you guys might forget that Bad Bunny is actually a huge wrestling fan, a huge WWE fan. One of his most prized possessions is the big gold belt from back in the day. As in a, a replica big gold belt, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So he has one of those that he carries around. Whenever he does tours, because wrestling. So when the opportunity arose, yes, all the things you said were right, Stan. But also, just as a big fan of the sport, he was more than willing to dump in head first, but in more ways than one. So if Rowan doesn't know Bad Bunny before this, then I, I don't blame him because I didn't also Actually, know. Uh, you know Bad Bunny. Now you know Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dito. <laughs> well, I, I knew him before he even got involved in the WWE. But uh, one of the first songs that I've heard of him is Chambea. Uh, okay, that, yeah. That was uh, the music video where Rick <laughs> was there. Tapos, yes, that's right. The gold belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most memorable sa akin about Bad Body than his WrestleMania performances <laughs> and Royal Rumble performance. He also had a uh, Booker T. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know Bad Bunny before Booker T. So that was pretty oh okay. Cool. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. It doesn't show up on my radar because all the time, but I have to seek it out. But now, uh, I I know he's pretty good, and not just that, not just that he's a good musician and a good rapper, but he is quite literally the best uh, celebrity wrestler that we've ever seen uh, in the business so far. Take a line. Is he better than Stephen Amell? Hmm. He's bigger than Stephen Amell. Magka-level lang siya. Sige, sige. level siya. Skill-wise, magka-level lang siya. But uh, I would say that he's more famous than Stephen Amell. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah. Bad Bunny, like when you think about the Latinx market, he's got that cornered, right? Like he's a three-time uh, record setter for liking sales and stuff sa, sa genre niya. So that says a lot about his his selling power. And if you want to pull back the curtain a bit, yung appearance niya nung 2021 was to build up to his world tour diba, later that year. And I'd like to think na yung appearances niya in WWE really contributed then to the, um, the, the way that it sold out in days. And that kind of also plays into why he appeared in the Royal Rumble this year. But I think it was also a spot to like promote yung kanyang 2022 tour. So kind of like what happens with the Super Bowl and all that stuff. But good for Bad Bunny na he's able to do it in such a way na nage-enjoy din siya. I mean, you know, he got in the ring with like Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Like, w- what a way to promote your stuff. 
Yeah, so he's really risking his health out there because it's not—it's not a joke. Oh, uh, that, that's so many things could go wrong. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, so many yeah. things can go wrong. He get injured, especially given his body type. But uh, so far, nothing bad has happened to him, and he's probably lucky in that regard. So good for him. So Sana may you know more appearances to come, Pasha. Yeah, I I hope so too. I mean, if the WrestleMania 37 match and the Royal Rumble were any indication, diba, uh, he's got the skills. I mean, he did wrestle for most of that WrestleMania 37 match because Damian Priest and I believe John Morrison were both reportedly injured at the time. So, talagang uh, so, respect. <laughs> oh, siya nagbuat talaga. So, sana basbasan tayo ulit ni San Benito. Bad Bunny definitely um, deserves a spot on our list. Let's run it out here with some honorable mentions. And for this uh, segment, what we're going to do is we're going to reverse it. Uh, we're going to talk about wrestlers who are in music, naman, not the other way around. So we got to start with Chris Jericho. So, of course, we all know what Chris Jericho is famous for. But in the world of music, he's got his own metal band, Fozzy, which has been going strong for the better part of the last 20-something years. Yeah, uh, if you think uh, wrestlers turn musicians, then Chris Jericho is unarguably the most popular example because he started Fozzy as like a side gig for uh, his wrestling career and then it's become so huge that you know it stands apart from his work in wrestling not many people can say that or literally no one else could say that I think I would say like one or two people uh, but you know Chris Jericho is on a different league of his own for sure right uh, ang sa akin lang, gusto ko lang i-clarify na hindi kasama sila Elias dito. Hindi kasama yung mga three count. We're talking about shoot musicians, right? Like actual wrestlers who do actual music and, and put them out. And Chris Jericho, by merit of him being the front man of Fozzy, is also behind uh, one of the most captivating, I should say, songs in wrestling history. Diba? Whenever Judas hits, entire arenas sing it. Diba? It was... It was so uh, massive in its scope and scale that everybody who's a wrestling fan actually knows the song by heart. So by because of that, he's even able to elevate himself in terms of his music while also still being an in-ring competitor. So Chris Jericho list Actually, it took me a while to realize that Chris Jericho was in Fozzy. Like when I was listening to his podcast. Like he was promoting his tours. I first heard of this song when I was watching as a, rest, a new wrestling fan. I was watching like highlights video of pay-per-views. They would play like random music. And it so happened to play Young Enemy. You're my enemy. That was, you, you didn't know it was Chris Jericho. I didn't know. Okay. Well, to be fair, uh, he only really started promoting his Fozzy side hustle at in the early 2000s, which is way before your time. So and after that, okay, Fozzy was a thing. And then the late 2010s happened and their songs got better and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Ako, I, the only Fozzy song I know is Judas. So it's like I never really bothered listening to Fozzy, probably because I'm not a big metal head. Nee, it took him a while din kasi. Yeah. Like even si Jericho aminado siya na the albums did get better over time nung simula hindi siya as ano as uh, papatok talaga. And uh-huh. there was a point where he really separated Fozzy from wrestling. So that probably explains it. So aside from Chris Jericho, um let's go through the other names on our honorable mentions. Uh we have to mention Jeff Hardy who also has his own band. Um I could never get yung pronunciation right. Is I think it's just peroxygen. That's that's pretty peroxygen. much what it is. Yeah. Okay, so yun. Parte lang spelling. Yeah, but uh, I think the biggest 
uh, I don't know. This, that's pretty seen to me. But I think the biggest thing that they've done is a cover of his theme song in No More Words. Mm. Uh, that's it. That's the most notable thing I can think of. But they also probably did some songs for Jeff's TNA run, but I don't know them. So yeah, nothing absolutely. that's really crossover said Sorry, what? Oh, absolute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute. Yes, yes, yes. Now, now I remember. From the but yeah, that's broken, pretty much it. From the broken era. Yes, yes. Uh, Mickey James also on our list because she is an accomplished country singer. Uh, she actually has a music video where Shayun Bida and the Contra Bidang ano, um, ex Joa is Nick Aldis. So that's pretty fun. Uh, there were also a couple of other female wrestlers who appeared in that video. I think Trish Stratus was also in that music video. So uh, yun, um, she does mix yung two worlds from time to time. Champing Hardcore Country, which we heard at the Royal Rumble Premium Live event, kanta niya rin yun. So yun, uh, that's that's Mickey James. Uh, Lillian Garcia also has um, an accomplished career as a musician. She did promote some of her music in WWE back in the day. There was like this one Spanish song that she wrote for Eddie Guerrero. So there's that. Yeah, R Truth also. R Truth is. Uh, I want to talk about R Truth real quick. Legit, said, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a rapper, and I know you. Your only, your most of your only exposure to R Truth's rapping is What's Up, but if you actually go in and Listen to the songs he's released, especially my latest ones. He's actually pretty good. You what's up doesn't reflect how actually talented he is as a serious rapper. And if he had a bigger machinery, which is actually pretty sad, the WWE doesn't get behind his songs, his releases, the way they should as a you know multi-million dollar company. If he could get that big push on the marketing side in music, he probably could be a decent musician on the charts right now. Are we going to count John Cena? Because he technically yes. did release a full-length uh, album. John, uh, yeah. Rowan, did you know that John Cena has an album? Yeah, I, I am aware. But I never heard of those. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. They got uh, a real producer for that album. Oh, they, it's got legit, they got legit people. Album. Legit rappers <laughs> on the album. Not just his cousin, Trademark. Yeah, they sold it on the shelves. Like I actually bought uh, mine at Walmart in the States. So it was a gimmick, yes, but they actually did push it as a legit music stunt from Cena. That that got a bigger push than R Truth's rap career. So uh, it wasn't bad. Uh, Cena has bars, as you guys know already, mm-hmm. from his uh, battle raps and his theme songs. Right? I would count it as a serious effort because it's not half assed. And if you haven't heard it yet, uh, you should go check it out. It probably doesn't age that well, but it's not. Offensive then at the same time. Yeah, I, I would argue that some of the album cuts were better than The Time Is Now. Uh. So, yun. Um, see, Butcher. We got to mention the Butcher from AEW. Um, he's the guitarist of Every Time I Die, real name Andy Williams, as you know, Chris Jericho loves to mention on commentary. See, Butcher, he's actually like Brody King in that they were both musicians first and then got into wrestling. Every time I die, it's been around for a while. Well, they have similar body types and they have a tattoo. So, yun. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know Brody King was a musician first. That kind of explains a lot, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Brody King only really got into business in like 2014, 2015. Perimbanda has been around for quite some time before that. I have a cousin out here who is out here in the US who's a big into the uh the hardcore rock scene, shall we say. And he introduced me to every time I die. And that's how I know of him. Now when you call him the wrestling fan, Palasha, because if you see the butcher. Or Andy Williams outside the ring, and you hear his interviews. He's very soft-spoken, and it's almost kind of nerdy to listen to him. The way he just talks about things and how he loves music and wrestling and horror and tries to combine all these worlds in inside the wrestling ring. 
and the transformation that he takes on as the butcher is just something to behold and just very jaw-dropping if you look at it from his perspective. Because you don't expect that this lanky dude is actually going to turn out to be this big bruiser in the ring. Why is he lanky? Dati wala sa itsura niya na mukha siyang wrestler eh. You know what I mean? Like, Tapos naging mukhang tatay siya. <laughs> Oo, diba? I would believe it more na tatay siya more than the wrestler. <laughs> you know? So that's what I would believe more. But then when you see him in the ring, diba? Ang layo ng debater niya from inside the ring than outside the ring. Uh, other uh, names on our list, uh, you got Leo Rush, uh, who just signed a deal, I think, with Universal Records, if you uh, saw that piece of news. And... I guess we can count Hit Row, diba? Because legit din naman yung raps yeah. nila. They tried, yeah. yeah. I think only B-Fab has released music publicly. T-Swerve meron din. Ah, yeah, yeah. T-Swerve yeah. meron din, yeah. Yeah. So at least Swerve and B-Fab are legit musicians in their own right too. So. See, Alicia Taylor, the NXT yes! ring announcer. That's right. She's a drummer. Also- drummer. Drummer from a, for a metal band, the fall thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, she is, um, yeah, like way before she got into NXT as the ring announcer, she was already uh, performing as a drummer for that metal band that Chino just mentioned. So yeah, thanks for reminding us that uh, she is deserving of a spot on the list. So there, uh, that's our uh, quick rundown of musicians in wrestling and wrestlers or wrestling personalities in music. I'm sure we missed so much more. Uh, people probably gonna say, na, oh, what about that album from like 2003? Na lalo may enroll yung originals. Yeah, originals yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a funny story because I, I I wanted to buy it. Uh, I was in the states and nuo was your originals and I I don't believe I saw it here, but I it might have been here in. The, no, in the I, I never saw it here. Yeah, yeah. So I saw it there and I wanted to buy it and then my parents stopped me from buying it. Why? Uh, because they thought that my. Uh, dollars for better use elsewhere and then now looking back I'm kind of glad that they stopped me from buying it because it, uh, it wasn't that good it literally was just wrestlers singing and only a few of them were good so uh, good call then <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to listen to it I think it's on Spotify it's on Spotify, it's on Spotify. Yeah. I've so heard can, it it's... you can you can hear for yourself how well conceived of a project that was uh, thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Moran. Your call paid off 20 plus years later. Yeah. <laughs> go check that out on Spotify. And go check us out on Spotify as well if you're listening to the pod and you love these conversations we're having. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, my promo pa tayo with our friends from Mega and Matchung Chismisan. So go check out our social media for that. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, for Twitter and TikTok, it is at Wrestling2XPod. And if you want to hit us up individually, uh, talk about our choices in music. If you want to educate Rowan and tell him about Limp Bizkit or Snoop Dogg, you can hit him up at Monday Night Rowan N-I-T-E on Twitter N-I-G-H-T on Instagram For Ro, it's at Ro is War For Chino, it's at Chino Supersized And for me, it is at underscore Stan C Kita kitsai on Thursday at 7pm Sa Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod And on the Facebook page for our next live stream But until then, please keep those masks on Get your vaccines and boosters if you can And go out and vote Come May 2022 Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Out, bye-bye Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. 
Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.